Hello and welcome. My name is Christopher Chandler. And my name is Chris Shower. And, and we, we are, are Generally, generally American. American. In our podcast, we discuss events, culture, whatever else we want from a generally American perspective. From our differing viewpoints, our goal is that we can offer others and ourselves nuanced opinions on fascinating topics related to the U.S. We invite you to be part of the discussion, and we hope that you'll stick around to see where the conversation takes us. So let's dive in. And we're live. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, Hope everyone's looking forward to shaking the rust off with us. Yeah, I hope so, too. It's been... Oh, it's been a while. Um, I think the last time we recorded was the end of July. So it feels it like was, forever. and uh, we are now recording in uh, Labor Day weekend, so beginning of September. Oh, that's funny. I forgot that it's Labor Day in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna enjoy the three day weekend, but it's been messing up my whole world. Yeah, it's, it's at Labor work Day in the U.S. And in Can- and Canada? Is it also in Canada? I'm not really sure. Uh, I know we have a lot of the same holidays that are on, like, different days. I don't know if that's one of them. I'm gonna double-check. Like, I think Canadian the- Thanksgiving is, like, slightly different, too. Oh, yeah, they do. So Canada does have... Yeah, Canada also has Thanksgiving. Um, I, I don't know if it's the same historical background. I don't really know. But I just double-checked, Canada does have the same Labor Day, or it's on the same day. But in Europe, and in other countries, it's the 1st of May. (laughs) So I always forget that. Um, That it's completely different. But I'm glad that you have off. (laughs) Yes, uh, it hasn't hit yet. (laughs) It's Saturday morning for me, and it hasn't hit yet. Uh, No, so... uh, I just got, we got back last week, so we were in the south of France for about 10 days, 9 days. Uh, terrible weather, I'm sure you would have loved it, it was like 110 every day. <laughs> <laughs> we, really? We got there in the middle, yeah, yeah, every that, day, that every late in the day. That late in the summer? Yeah, yeah, so we got there in the middle of a heat wave. Um, I didn't know, because I booked the, the tickets like three weeks in advance so there was no way for me to really know that it was going to be that hot but um yeah so we went down there and it was it was hell <laughs> the weather was so bad uh in terms of being super hot uh and and the worst part is like everyone knows there's no air conditioning so our airbnb was just oh my god it was terrible um i took like was, five showers a day <laughs> was it humid <laughs> was so too cool. Yeah, it was, uh, well, it wasn't that humid, um, but it wasn't cloudy at all, so you were basically exposed to the sun the whole time, and I got, I guess, what, what do you call it, like a sun rash or something? Sunburn. Um, yeah, well, it wasn't a sunburn, it was more of a rash, actually. Um, are you, are you trying to, like, maybe... are you trying to, like, bargain down and cope with the sunburn? <laughs> Like no, it's well, not a sunburn. It's it's a sun rash. It's not it's not that bad. It actually is. There's actually a thing called the sun rash. Is there really? Yes, you can look it up. Yes, yeah, so my I, wife was looking at at my neck, and she's like, "You have like a sun rash." I was like, 
shut up. There's no such thing as a sun rash. Um, and she's like, no, no, you really do. I was like, well, maybe like a sunburn. And it was, uh, it really was like a rash. When you get exposed to too much sun um, and you sweat a lot, it, you can cause a rash. And so I had that all around my neck. Oh, um, oh, that sounds awful. Oh, it was terrible. And it sounds made up, but I, I swear <laughs> it was basically I mean, a rash. To me, it just sounds like a sunburn plus friction and moisture. Yeah, for the most part, that's kind of what it felt like. Honestly, I'm kind of skeptical about calling it a sun rash, but my wife was adamant that it, that's what it's called. So, well, and, we, we uh, better go with that then. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, oh god, it was terrible. Um, and the very last day, it rained, and then the weather was okay, and then it was only 90 degrees, but even then, that was still pretty hot. Um... <laughs> But beautiful place. Really, 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 um, really, really beautiful city. Uh, definitely going to go back. Um, Weather has... A... An... Oh, go ahead. I want to... Go on. No, no, go on, go, go on. I, I was just going to say, Weather has a uh, a bad habit of doing that when people go on vacation. I just had a coworker get back from, like, 10 days in Ithaca, New York, which is in Western State. So it's mm. about as far away from New York City and still being in New York as possible. <clears throat> and he said it rained the entire time. Yeah, it's, you know, um, do, you, do you know the song uh, Mrs. Jackson by, by Outkast? I don't think I do. I think you do. I think everyone knows Mrs. Jackson, but it's... Maybe uh, I just need like, to hear it. From, like, the early 2000s. Um... But long story short, there's a there's a phrase in the song I really like, which is, uh, you you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather, and you know that's kind of like my sentiment is you, you can plan a really good vacation, but you know you're kind of at the mercy of nature basically whether or not the weather is going to be good or bad. Um, but there were some people down there who were just loving it that it was so hot. I, I God for uh, God knows why, but. I can't understand it, but they're my they're my people out there. I yes, guess. <laughs> I thought those were your. I was thinking of you the whole time. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Chris would love this because it's so hot. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. To dying. be fair, I like having the option to escape. Uh, I haven't lived in an apartment with no air conditioning, but I've lived in one with just a small wall unit, and mm-hmm. heat is all fun and stuff until it's like July. It's midnight. And you can't get cool to save your life, and you're, like, putting your pillow in the freezer to get something cold to try and sleep on. Yeah, that's pretty much what we were doing. Um, like, I we, I probably I took so many showers. Um, not, like, with soap or anything, just because the water was really cold. And I probably took, like, three or four showers every day um, just to stand in the cold water because I wasn't paying for it because it was, you know, it was an Airbnb but but still and the worst part about it was there were actually some airbnbs in the area that had air conditioning like they have like these small mobile units you can buy in supermarkets um but i was we were actually going to drive to france and at the last minute we changed our plans but we had already paid for the hotel so we couldn't cancel it um and so i was like man that sucks so now we're stuck in an Airbnb that has a wonderful parking 
but has no air conditioning. <laughs> and I don't need the parking spot anymore. So, um, yeah. And you see a lot of those in France with, like, these little mobile units. Uh, and they cost a couple hundred euros, or which is, like, 400 bucks, maybe. But, I mean, they're worth it for, for that kind of heat. Oh, definitely. Uh, small, small little anecdote I can add. Basically, all I do for work now is organize the logistics of air conditioning units, and uh, I I get it. I get oh, it. That's really? literally all I do now. <laughs> and is it? It's not like is, are those like the units that you put outside of the house. Uh. Or are they like those units, like big wall units? Uh, we've had uh, to meet cranes in like major cities to, you know, lift them onto buildings. Some of these units can be mm. like fifteen thousand pounds. So oh wow, they're uh, yeah, people. People get testy if you uh, <laughs> if you don't give them their air conditioning unit on time because they're hot. Yeah, my my whole family. Because I tell them how wonderful Europe is, how beautiful it is, and how much fun you can have here. And I was like, but there's no air conditioning, um, more or less. And they're like, oh, well, if there's no air conditioning, they're not coming. So sometimes we would go to the supermarket while we were down there, because the supermarket has air conditioning. And so we would just stand in the supermarket for like 30 oh minutes. God. And in the supermarket, it was like 60 degrees. But outside, it was like 110. So we would just spend the whole time in the supermarket. Uh near the like the, the frozen food section to get to get away from the heat but now it's over so now the heat wave's gone and we're back here so well w was there anything particularly cool you did oh yeah we went to like a lot of museums um i am a person who loves to discover like art and history my wife is uh she like kind of goes along to get along i don't know if that's that's not necessarily her thing, like, to go to museums and whatnot, but I love it. And so we went to, like, a bunch of museums. We went to uh, a bunch of different parks and uh, historical uh, parts of the city. That was really nice. Um, so I've studied French. Like, I have a degree in French, so it was really cool seeing, like, a lot of stuff we've discussed in literature actually um, physically. So that was really, really, really cool. And just like a lot of the architecture, the city is very red. Um, and that's what it's like it's famous for. So Toulouse, like a lot of the buildings, a lot of the roofs, they're really red. And it almost makes you feel like you're in parts of Italy or like parts of Spain. Because it's like right on the border. Not to Italy, but to Spain. Um, and because it's on the border to Spain, it, they're f it's full of Spanish people. Like I heard more Spanish than French <laughs> while I was there. <laughs> Uh, just because there's so many tourists from um, eastern Spain and France. Because it's only 120 miles to like the Spanish border, so it's not that far. Is it like also a mineral thing? Is it like, are the minerals in that area just red, so that if you make stone or whatever with it, it makes the buildings red? Oh, that could be... That's a good question. I mean, they're they're brick buildings, so uh, I don't know if it's a mineral thing, but definitely, like, a lot of the buildings were red, like, really, really bright red. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And we went to a couple of churches um, that have been around for, like, 1,300 years, 
and I'm always fascinated by that. Um, and the city was full of like little historical signs, like this person lived here in like the 1800s, and this person uh, fought in like the French res um, resistance in the 1940s, and uh, blah blah blah. And like there are signs like all over the all over the city, all over the walls, and I was just taking pictures of everything. So I really, really enjoyed that. Um, that was by far my favorite part. We probably, we were there for, like I said, about 10 days. And we walked, God, I want to say like 20 miles. <laughs> 20, 30 miles while we were there. Um, just because we walked everywhere. Um, and then we got blisters on our feet. And then we decided to take a bus <laughs> towards the end. Because it was a lot easier. Uh, that, that sounds very American of you. What, to, uh, to take a bus? <laughs> I went on vacation in Europe and I had to walk everywhere, so I got blisters up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that, that that is kind of that's that's true. That is kind of a meme where people are like, "Oh my god!" Like I went to Europe and I had to walk everywhere. I mean, like you definitely can't drive. Like there's no way you can drive in the city, um, because it's just it's pure. It's uh, it's not pure hell, but it's not really designed for driving. And you can actually only drive into the city if you have, like, a specific reason. Like, you're delivering food or you work for a company. But otherwise, if you want to go into the city center, you have to actually walk into it. There, there's no other way to get there. Um, but I'm used to walking, so I, I don't really, really care that much about it. <laughs> I mean, it sounds great to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, another part that was really funny was... There were a lot of places there named after American presidents. <laughs> so there was one named after Woodrow Wilson, I think Teddy Roosevelt, J.F. Kennedy. There was like the J.F. Kennedy uh, Plaza. Um, I saw like four or five American presidents, or like I saw four or five places that were named after American presidents. So I thought it was really, really kind of funny. Um, to, yeah, to it's not what so you would expect to see. No, 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 no. And, uh, we also went to, like, the movie theater, <laughs> and so we saw Barbie, but we saw it in French. <laughs> so that was really interesting. Uh, I hear it's I great. To see what it... uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, I thought it was interesting. I didn't think it was, like, revolutionary. Uh, it's not something I'd necessarily watch again. Um, but it was expensive. Like, go to, I forgot how expensive it was to go to the movies. Um, we paid, like, $40 for the two of us. What? So. Did you get snacks and stuff? Yeah, we got snacks, but still. Well, I mean, that, that's like that's the bucks. rookie move. You never pay for that. <laughs> yeah, my wife wanted it, so. No. Um, actually, it was my idea to see Barbie, but it was her idea to buy food. And, uh, I mean, the movie was okay. I don't, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but have you seen it? No, I I have I'm really bad about watching movies. Like even movies I really want to go see. Like I wanted to go see John Wick 4. I just mm -hmm. never did. <laughs> just cuz I'm uh, bad at like getting myself out of the house. I'm terrible too. I think the last movie funny enough, I only ever go to the movie theater when I travel. So the last time I went to the movie theaters was August of last year when I went to the US. And then before that, was also in the U.S. I only go once or twice a year. Um, it's way too expensive. But I was like, you know what? 
like we're here, we're on vacation, let's go to the a movie theater in France and see a movie in French. Why not? Um, my wife is very patient with me because she doesn't actually speak French. So she just sat there and oh my watched God. the movie with me. <laughs> so don't they don't they usually I, have an option for like an original language screening? They I'm gonna did. assume her um, English is possibly better than her French. Her her English is miles better than her French. Um, but I was like, you know, can we like watch it in French? Because you know we're in France, and she's like, yeah, okay, why not? And I would say that most of the movie was is self-explanatory. So even if you don't understand the language, it's pretty obvious what's going on. Uh, yeah, so she was very patient with me. She's like, okay, we can watch it in, in French. And everything else that we did in French, I translated for her. Uh, so. But yeah, it was. Uh, you can watch most movies here in either in the dubbed version or like the original language. And I don't know if one's cheaper or not, but you, you have both options. Hmm. I, I usually prefer to keep original language for both for most things just because one I want like the authentic experience and two it's usually gonna be the best performance. Yeah, I'm one of those people too. Like I you heard uh, Squid Game in English was brutal, awful. Uh, like the isn't that like a second season coming out of that? Yeah, um, I don't know when. Like, the guy mm -hmm. who wrote Squid Game, I think he's had that written for, like, ten years. And that was kind uh, of the beginning and the end of it. And then it it blew up so much, it's like, I, I guess I have to do a second season. Uh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I never watched Squid Game. Um, it's pretty me, good. It was kind of like... Yeah, but it's like Battle Royale or Hunger Games. Um, I'm not really into those kind of movies. I mean, if you've seen them once, you've seen them all. So I know I'm glossing over a lot of stuff, and hopefully people will forgive me for that. But uh, I was like, nah, I'm not going to watch Squid Game. No, I think in general, uh, voiceovers of Asian like, series or like television shows are just really bad in general. Especially if they're live action, because you you definitely notice right away that it's dubbed. Whereas like for like European languages, it's not as obvious, especially for like German, because like there are really good German dubbed movies where it's really hard to tell if it's original or not. Whereas like, you know, for like English and like English and like Jap like English, uh, voiceovers for like Japanese or Chinese movies, it's so obvious. That it's you know yeah. that it's dubbed and it kind of, for me it kills the experience so I'll just read the subtitles, um, but to each there, his own. So there's a coworker of mine yesterday who was talking about there's, uh, I want it's some like North Central European country it's from, it's uh, about like a reinterpretation of Norse mythology and it has you know. Thor and all the other mainstays in it. And apparently, it's just excellent, but like the English dub is horrible, like really bad. He's like, "Don't do it, don't do it." Isn't that Ragnarok? Yes, Ragnarok. Thank you. I've heard yeah, Ragnarok's great. Uh, yeah, my wife loves that series, um, but I've never seen it. Oh, I've seen like half an episode, but uh, I mean, it's Netflix, so you have like the typical problems, which is. 
Um, they'll do a, a season or two of whatever, and then they'll either try to finish it really quickly, or they'll just let it fall and they'll just like not you know they'll just drop it and they're not going to complete it at all. And so that's what a lot of people are afraid with the like the One Piece uh, the series. Oh well, live that's action series that there's. Came... I don't understand how you people could possibly expect that to finish. Well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, that's true. It's like a thousand episodes. Um, We've been over the thousand episode mark for a long time, I think. Yeah, I think One Piece has been around since uh, 1995, 1994, 96. I stopped after like like 200 episodes. That was just too much for me. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so, so we'll see. Um, but what else have you been up to? So what have you done? Well, I I don't know if I can quite compete with going to Toulouse. Uh, probably, (laughs) I'll try. (laughs) Probably the most interesting thing I did. Um, there's this really interesting nature and art installation out here. Um, it's outside of Absorki, Montana. It's called Tippet Rise. T-I-P-P-E-T. R-I-S-E, if anyone wants to take a look at it. It's it's this it's this bizarre place. Uh, the long and the short the long or the long story short from what I had heard, basically some extremely wealthy uh, person passed away and they had two children, and those children one was like a sculptor and one was some other kind of artist. So they inherited all this land and money. And they turned it into, like, this nature preserve slash art center. It's not even, like, a nature preserve. Because it's, it's a ranch, actually, because they do have cattle. Um, mm. But the property is huge. And I would guess 20 square miles or more. And it's all carbon neutral. And what they do is they have all these world-class sculptors have installations here. And you can go hiking and see them, and it's you get these fantastic views. And it was such a beautiful day when we went. We hiked for like three or four hours, and they have concert halls. They'll invite world class musicians to do concerts for thirty people. Like, they they limit the people that come in for everything every day. You have to like win a ticket lottery to get in, and the tickets are dirt cheap. Like. $10 for a concert or to go hiking for a day, but they want it to feel like a very exclusive, very low, you know, human footprint kind of experience. Mm. So when we out, we, we went out there, they put us in a big van and they drove us out to our trailhead and we watched the Rangers they have. They take these, uh, ice cold, uh, water, dispensers and they place them along the trails so you always have something to drink and you just go hike and see cool stuff you basically never saw another soul and one of the one of the i'm trying to remember the name of this sculpture it's called beethoven's maybe beethoven's fourth i'm having a hard time remembering but the sculpture is basically 
the main component of it is this hanging gong and it's in this huge valley there's nothing in sight anywhere and there's these rubber mallets sitting there and you just go and whack it and it reverberates <laughs> through the whole valley hmm it's it is a pretty surreal day honestly it's I, I can't think of anywhere, and I'm sure there's other places like this in the world, but I couldn't think of anything else like it just because there's nobody there. Like, I, I've gone to Yellowstone before, and it's it's gotten to the point in Yellowstone where you can't even, like, there's so many people. You can't park anywhere. All the trailheads are packed. Um, all the boardwalks are packed. But... You let, like, a hundred people in a day to go hike at this place, and it feels like a ghost town. Just for you. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find it. Uh, I definitely found the, the rock formation. Uh, that sounds very interesting. We'll, we'll let the, the listeners be the judge which one was better. <laughs> Your trip yeah. or my trip. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, mine, mine was just, like, an hour and a half drive and an hour and a half back. And then we, uh... uh there's kind of a it's kind of a divey kind of not divey place out in mm. uh roscoe montana it's called the grizzly bar and this is really once you're in that part of the state there's a lot of mountains and forests even though it's not really the middle of nowhere because there's little towns all over the place we drove through there is no cell signal at all so we're we went over there for lunch and I decided to buy, like, a $50 prime rib. And I kept, like... I'm so used to being able to look at my phone and read things whenever I want. Mm-hmm. I kept picking up my phone. Right, no signal. Pick it up again. Right, no signal. Pick it up again. Right, no signal. Stop picking up my phone. <laughs> you know what that, that reminds me of? That reminds me of these these signs that some people put in front of their... Um, in front of their shop saying, like... Um, act like you're in the 90s where there's no free Wi-Fi, no cell phones. Um, and then someone always writes, uh, like, are the prizes like they were in the nineties, <laughs> which obviously <laughs> they're not, <laughs> but no, that's really cool. Actually. Um, even if it's only an hour and a half drive, go out to the wilderness or I don't know if it's like the wilderness, but like the plains, I guess you can say, but yeah, a lot of hills and plains. If someone ever happens to be in the area, I, I recommend at least giving it a try. I know I said you did have to get a lottery to get in, but people mm. cancel. So uh, my roommate's mother, the what she basically found the secret. You call like the day before, like, "Hey, did anybody cancel?" Like, "Oh, hi!" And she's like made friends with this lady. She's like, "Oh, call whenever." And people cancel all the time. Just take their tickets. So they they went to, like, two concerts in a row. I only went out there once, but they've been out there, like, four times in the last month or so, mm. which is really hard to do. Yeah, that's a, I, I don't know if I'll probably be in the area, but, I mean, it's good to know for people who want to, you know, travel. But Small no, I, chance, I definitely but I to going, try. I definitely love going out to nature. Um, in Toulouse, there are, like, there are a lot of parks and gardens, and there's a lot of Asian influence in the city at least that's my impression because there are like a boatload of asian restaurants chinese japanese korean vietnamese thai um and so you, you just see them all over the place and there's a really 
beautiful Japanese Zen garden that we went to. And I take Japanese lessons, so I sent it to my Japanese teacher. And she's like, oh, it looks so authentic. It looks like the Japanese Zen garden in Tokyo. Um, maybe you, I don't, if I can describe it properly, maybe you've seen like these pictures where you have basically like these uh like these pillars like these red pillars in like uh lakes or in like rivers you've seen have you seen those like from anime if you know what i'm talking about like these chinese uh, and like these chinese but like these buddhist uh columns basically that are red and you see yeah like yeah 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 and so they have a lot of those in toulouse actually so and like and they're like they're japanese and like uh, chinese gardens um so that was really cool. So it kind of felt like it was not really in Japan, uh, but like the closest <laughs> I've probably been since I was in Dusseldorf. Uh, but no, definitely, definitely nature is is underrated when you go for travel. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people consider that traveling. Although in the U.S., people love going to like all of the national parks. I know that's like a bucket list for a lot of people to visit all of them. I don't even know how many we have, but oh, a lot. Uh, like, I know, I mean, Yellowstone is the big one, but Glacier National yeah. Park in northwestern Montana is really popular, too. I've lived here my whole life and never been. One of my coworkers is from New Jersey, and he lives here, and his family just visited, or his parents just visited, so he drove them out mm. there. And it's hilarious. He said it was super pretty. The only wildlife we saw was a squirrel. <laughs> and, but the squirrel touched him because... People do the thing you're not supposed to do and feed the wildlife, so they get way too comfortable with humans. Oh. Yeah, we went to a park, and it sounds so stupid, um, but there were a whole bunch of chickens just and roosters running around. And, you know, I never really see chickens that often, you know, in real life. So it was kind of interesting to see a chicken <laughs> just run around in front of me, and there were a bunch of ducks and squirrels and a bunch of rats. I mean, you uh, sent me geese. that picture of the chicken. It was a good-looking yeah. chicken. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was re it was really cool. Um, it was running around and just, you know, yelling at people. Um, it almost attacked a kid. Cause <laughs> the kid, yeah, because <laughs> the little kid was really curious, and so he tried to walk up and pet the chicken, um, which would have been a very bad idea, um, because they're basically wild, you know, and... Uh, but in the last minute, you know, his mom called him back, and so he didn't touch the chicken. But the chicken didn't look like he was gonna. He was gonna. He wanted to be petted, so uh, it, it's probably a good idea that the kid didn't pet the chicken. But you know, we don't see that much wildlife around here, so seeing a chicken <laughs> was uh, that's alive, by the way, not dead. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exciting. still, I stand by what I said. It's a good-looking chicken. I mean, I've seen a lot of chickens, yeah. but they're usually just one color. And yours had, like, a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Uh, I took a whole bunch of pictures of a bunch of chickens and squirrels. And, uh, yeah, but na nature is definitely something you should check out when you uh, when you go traveling. So, I always do nature and, uh, like, cultural stuff. So, like, seeing, like, the old city centers, going to, like, downtown. Like, I feel like, uh, I don't is there, like, a downtown... Like a cultural downtown, like where you live. Oh, definitely. Hasn't been like, oh, okay. Like I feel like every city in the U.S. has one of those, like a like a downtown version or like a really old city center from like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Um, so like, 
one of the cool things about downtown Billings is there's this place called the Babcock Theater, and it's one of one of our older buildings. It's very cool, and they they've been doing a restoration. Well, they did a restoration project on it a few years ago, and they've kind of it still has it still looks like an old theater, but they've just made it nice. And mm. they'll show they'll show movies there again, and they'll show like I've seen old Indiana Jones movies there, an old Star Wars movie there. It's kind of cool. And I was talking to one of my coworkers about that, who's like in his fifties, and or must be, and he was like, "Uh, yeah, I saw that movie when it opened in theaters. <laughs> my dad took me in that very same theater." So it's it's kind of a cultural icon of Billings. Billings is actually you were talking about theaters earlier. They are yeah. we're trying to get better about it because we have like our two main theaters on the west end, and that's it which is kind of weird. The Babcock is just a single screen, but, you know, they'll they'll show, like, some fun art movies there or, you know, old movies. They, it's, it's managed by um, the Art House Cinema here, and they have, like, a, a main location with a couple different screens, and they're going to try and show, you know, some other kinds of movies, and they're actually going to have a restaurant in the theater. Because I know that's a thing a lot of bigger cities have where you can, like, actually, like, order food and, like, sit down and watch a movie. Like, proper food. Uh, really? It'll be cool I to finally. I, I didn't know that was a thing, to be honest. I, oh, I yeah. I mean, they're not everywhere, everywhere, but I know bigger cities have them. So you could, like, huh. order a pizza and sit down, like, at a, a, a table and watch a movie. I'm not really sure how, like, it works with talking and stuff. I, I assume everyone just agrees to shut up. But people naturally <laughs> want to talk over food, you know. And but, is this uh, one open air? Uh, the Babcock is not open air, and yeah. the Art House is not uh, open air. We had a drive-in uh, movie theater just outside of town, but it burned down a couple years ago. Oh wow! I the last thing I ever saw there was Shrek. <laughs> they they ran Shrek again like two and a half years ago, and we went and watched it, and it was it was fun. That is by far the best movie ever. I think I've seen Shrek like 15 times. I mean, <laughs> Shrek holds up. Yeah, the first one. I haven't I don't really like the ones that come after, like the sequels, but Shrek is one of very one of the very few movies I'll watch forever again and again. Uh there are there are actually a couple of theaters in Toulouse. There are a few of them that were open air. Um and they were all showing American movies, so we didn't really go. <laughs> um because it would have been nice to see, like, indie movies. That's something I really want to do, is see, like, indie movies. But they're really hard to find, because, you know, they're indie. Um, but... Yeah, or, nice. or foreign films that aren't American films. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I don't like going to the movies. Because it's... Uh, it sounds kind of, you know, contradictory, because we're doing, like, a podcast about the U.S. But I like seeing other cultures, too. And all the movies here are just, you know, they're just American movies in German. So it's it's less interesting for me to actually go to the movie theater, because eventually it'll just be on Netflix. So I'll just watch it on Netflix. But every now and then they have, like, a German movie here that's really good. Um, and if it gets good enough, then the Americans will just rip it off and just <laughs> make, like, an yep, American Yep, that's movie. what we do. Yeah, yeah, that happens all the time. Um, uh, there. Go on. Oh, I was going to say, uh, 
I'm glad that it's starting to get a little bit better here. Like, uh, the Babcock is doing more than playing just, you know, old Star Wars and Indiana Jones movies. They are, uh, uh, running, what is it? Uh, they did run the Hidden Fortress a little while ago, which is kind of neat. Oh, what's that about? Uh, it's an old Kurosawa film. So it's a 19, it's a 1958, I, I'm not gonna pretend to be, uh a japanese film expert or oh it's you could try it's kuros i wouldn't know the difference it's kurosawa my bad but i know he's uh, like considered like one of the greatest directors ever and uh huh. i've heard of the hidden fortress several times i i couldn't tell you that much about it but i know it's it's considered one of one of the great films so but again, I'm really well, I'm bad so at getting myself out of the house to actually go do things, so I did not see it. Yeah, I'm pretty bad about that. Um, everyone's like, oh, you should go to the movies, you should watch this movie, see this movie, but it's just... I am kind of like a cheapskate, I'll be honest. So, you know, we paid like 30 bucks and then 10 bucks for food to go to the movies in France, but that's not something I'd want to do like every other weekend, um, honestly. it's just, For me, it's just not worth it. Um, I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Everyone says you should see both, Barbie and Oppenheimer. But, I mean, that's like three hours. So <laughs> I'll wait for it to come on Netflix in a couple months. And yeah. I'll watch it then. <laughs> I, I heard Oppenheimer was good, but it's like, man, three hours is a long time. Not not that yeah. I feel like I can't pay attention for three hours. It's just I'm going to get out of the theater. It's going to be four hours with previews and everything. And... See the... No. See, the funny thing is I, a lot of people have been complaining that movies have been getting longer. So I think, like, the last Batman movie with... Isn't his name Robert Pattinson? I think that's the actor. Yeah, movie. yeah. Yeah. And that was, like, three... I think that was, like, almost three hours. Then you had the new Avatar movie with James Cameron, the director. That was, like, three hours. Um, so I feel like a lot of movies are just getting longer and longer and longer. But not necessarily better. Uh, which um, I'm okay with if it's something I want to see, but what what I heard about the Batman movie, I never saw it, but uncut, I think it's like way way longer than three hours. It sounds like you should have just made two movies. Yeah, I mean I'm not opposed to long movies if like the story is good, but I feel like for most movies, and this is true for sequels in my opinion, is that it's just fluff. You know, it's just there to make it longer for the sake of being longer. Um, you know, I turned off the Avatar movie after, like, 30 minutes because it was god-awful and it was so boring. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I heard it was just okay, and I was like, well, I probably won't watch it then because I'm not that interested. See, like, James Cameron thing is making pretty movies, and I'm not interested in seeing pretty movies. I'm interested in seeing interesting movies. Um... That's my thing. I like interesting stuff and not pretty things. So I'll play, like, old-school Nintendo because it's super fun, but it doesn't really look that good. But it's a cool game. And I'll watch a movie from the 60s because it's interesting, um, even if it's not, like, the most beautiful film you've ever seen. But that that's just my opinion. Uh, and I think I'm an outlier in that regard. But... <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we all we all we have those have... videos we're out there on. Yeah, it's funny how we moved from vacation to movies. Uh, it was a very smooth transition. 
Um, <laughs> Very natural segue. Really, yeah, yeah, but I've been really trying to watch more movies because all my friends are like, oh, you should watch this and you should watch that. And like I said, the new One Piece came out. Everyone says it's great. I, I don't think I'll watch it, but... Uh, no, I, I, I can't imagine it's... Because, like, what's the best case scenario? It's great, and then it's like, oh, cool. You adapted, like, a 20th of the total story at best. And there's no way you're going to finish it. They're not so so why would them. why would you do that to yourself? Just If, if you want to watch One Piece, just watch One Piece. If not, just just don't. <laughs> if, you, if you have a couple years of your life to give, just watch One Piece. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's kind of mean, because you know they're never going to finish it. And so if you're okay with seeing, like... Like, if we're realistic, like, maybe they'll do, like, 30 or 40 or 50 episodes, maybe. But they're not going to do a 1,000. Um, and well, and I know the live piece. action is going faster, but still... Yeah. Uh, so it's be, be grateful for what you get, but they're not going to finish it. They're, they're just not going to finish it. Um, no, to... Yeah, to kind of, I guess, circle back to what I was saying about my vacation, or, like, to finish, I guess. Like, all in all, it was a really good trip. Um, I really enjoyed it. We learned a lot, so culturally speaking. Um, I'm just kind of mad that the weather was so terrible. <laughs> that it was so hot, we couldn't really do anything about that. But the food was awesome. Like a lot, there were sh uh, coffee shops and... Or not coffee shops, but cafes. <laughs> and, uh, like, restaurants and bars everywhere. Um, but, you know, prices to make your eyes water. Because, you know, my wife got, like, a, a vegan milkshake. Just because. Because um, it was really hot and some of them used, like, eggs to make, like, the ice cream. And we were kind of kind of iffy on that. And uh, it was, like, $10 for a small, <laughs> for like a small oh milkshake. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, and like, uh, or it was like eight dollars for like a sandwich and stuff, and this was in the city center, so it was really expensive, like really, really expensive. And then don't get me started on the airport because the prices there weren't any better, but but yeah, definitely recommend it. So anyone who wants to go to France, I definitely recommend going to Toulouse. Uh, they speak English there too, more or less, so <laughs> don't worry. And Spanish. They got, they got like, English, think, French, and Spanish. Yeah. The, more I think more Spanish than English, though. Because a lot of the signs were actually in Spanish, too. So, European Spanish, but, you know, Spanish is Spanish, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, you know, it's the same English in that regard. But what about you? Do you have any closing statements for what you've been doing for the past six weeks? Anything oh. else? Any recommendations? I honestly, I've mostly been putting my head down and uh, plugging away at the air conditioning game. Uh, I I don't know. I I think my my closing statement is just uh, keep going forward because that's that's what I've been doing. Yeah, that that sounds like a, a good closing statement. Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. So that's been my vacation. That's been Chris's vacation for you know the past. Well, it was a vacation, but, you know, let you guys know what we've been up to uh, in the past six weeks. But we won't be gone that long for, for the next episode, so stick around and uh, hope to hear. Or, well, I guess not hear, but, you know, you'll hear from us soon. Yeah, we'll be Don't back. Don't worry. 
<laughs> we'll be back he, soon enough. He, he made it sound more iffy than it is. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll definitely be back in a in uh in uh, so we're on a regular schedule, so no yes, worries. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you all in the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>